In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim a gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The Pharisees came up and started the discussion of Jesus. They demanded of him a sign from heaven to test him. And with a sigh that came straight from the heart, he said, Why does this generation demand a sign? I tell you solemnly, no sign shall be given to this generation. And leaving them again and re-embarking, he went away to the opposite shore. The Gospel of the Lord. The sin of our first parents would continue to plague the next generation of children and children's children. After the initial betrayal of God's gift and disobedience of his law, we see the first instance of fratricide driven by envy. Cain kills his brother Abel in cold blood, and as if history repeats itself, denies the dastardly act when confronted by God, as how his parents had also denied culpability. When cast out in exile, God once again shows mercy to one who deserves none, because he has not shown that same mercy to his brother. In response to the protest by Cain, that it would be open season for his life should God cast him out from the security of his family, God places a mark upon him. Some have interpreted the mark which God placed on Cain as the melanin added to his skin. Over the centuries, Cain has been considered the ancestor of black-skinned folks who have been marked by the curse of God and forever condemned to a life of prejudice, discrimination and servitude. But rather than a curse, the mark of God is one of protection, a sign of his mercy. Though the world has set itself against Cain for the unforgivable crime of killing his own brother in cold blood and without reasonable cause, no one but God is interested in the redemption or rehabilitation of Cain. God marked Cain with his own sign. What the world and even Cain thought was the mark of death was the mark of life. God marked Cain so that he would live. God marked Cain so that he would survive and thrive, get married, have babies and people the world. God marked Cain for life. But some can only see him as marked for death. Some will never let go of his past, but God is the God of redemption and rehabilitation and new life and new possibilities. And this is how redemption works. It is not just for Cain. Redeeming and rehabilitating Cain in the story means that we must hold out the possibility of redemption and rehabilitation for those who stigmatize sinners and never be able to see beyond their past sins. This is what our Lord did. He too marked us for life. He marked us for redemption and salvation at our baptism. He marked us to be his disciples and to make known his gospel to the ends of the earth. The Pharisees in today's gospel demanded a sign for themselves to be assured that our Lord was indeed whom he claimed to be. But our Lord refused to play their game and give in to their childish demands. Unlike the parallel passages in other Gospels, 
where our Lord promises the sign of Jonah, a symbol of the resurrection as well as a sign that required our repentance, Mark has Jesus absolutely refusing to give a sign by saying, Why does this generation demand a sign? I tell you solemnly, no sign shall be given to this generation. Full stop. He would not even accord them sign of the mark of Cain. The Pharisees had already given up on the sinners in their midst. They have written them off as much as the world has written off Cain. But not God, not Jesus who is God. Jesus who is the new Abel as much as the new Adam. As the blood of Abel cried out for justice, the blood of, just, of Jesus from the cross cries out for our forgiveness and redemption. We, like Cain, have been marked marked with the sign of the cross. For on the cross, God's justice appears as God's mercy. The cross is the only sign we need. That is why there is no need to demand for any other sign. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.